Hey, hey, good bitches, and welcome to this week's episode of How to Be a Good Bitch. I'm Jules Rangihuia. And I'm Jodie Clark. On this week's ep, we get into why friendship breakups can feel worse than romantic ones and how to spot a fake friend from a real one. Mm-hmm. As always, we'll be ending our ep with a super relatable question from one of our gorge GBs. And today, for the first time ever, Jodes and I will be outing ourselves for this week's confession. Oh, God. So it's story time. It is story time, ladies and gents. Uh, and this one includes male strippers. Oh, so God. So you'll have to keep listening. <laughs> uh, Jodes, how are you? Give me an update, please. I'm good. It's been, you know, a weird week navigating this weird as fuck time. But personally, I'm I'm still pretty good. I'm lucky I'm still employed. No dramas in that regard. Missing my jewels. Happy that she's on her way back to me in Sydney. Just I'm looking forward to going back to normal life. I'll say that much. Do you feel what I'm saying, Jules? I feel it. But after getting these Instagram results, I don't know if I want to hang out with anyone ever again apart from you because we did that Instagram poll and I think you're about to share what the results were plot twist they're atrocious yes so let's get into the atrocious one Jules because this was truly (laughs) shocking for us we were shook we couldn't get past this um so we asked you listeners have you ever given a partner your passcode slash full access to your phone and Jules and I right we were very strong on this we thought absolutely not that is a hot mess our genius would do that they got to back us on this, right? So we we put it to the we put it to the public, and seventy percent of you hoes came back and said yes. Why not? Thirty three, <sighs> no, thirty percent said fuck no. So seventy percent said yes. They would give a partner their passcode and full access to their phone, and thirty percent said fuck no. So, I mean, I'm shook, Jules. I can't believe these results. Uh, well, for I mean, me- who am I sending my nudes to? Because all of oh. my friends who said, yes, why not? Does that mean your boyfriend's also seen my labia? Yes or no? Yeah. So, so what you're telling me, GBs, is that all of your partners, all of your husbands has, have now seen Julia's clunge. That's what you're <laughs> telling me. I mean, this is a hot mess. Please take this time to reflect on yourselves. I'm, I'm upset by these results. Now, thankfully, Jules, we had some more hilarious results when we asked our GBs what their most attractive trait was in a partner, mm. what, they find, I love this. what they find sexy mm-hmm. in a partner, and they came through with the results again. Um, we had, was there a common theme? There was a common theme, and that theme was dick. <laughs> Okay, that was my answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we've got, you know, I won't I won't name and shame, but um we've got a few votes for Dick. Um I am Jody Clark has voted eight inches. <laughs> Shout out to her. Um a few of my girlfriends voted nice teeth, height. I love me some rugby boy legs, back, mm. shoulders. 
um, tall. We've got mm. um, arms. I've got to know if they can throw me down and lift me up. Oh, mm. shout out to you, girl. I feel like if we put all of these aspects together, that is my dream man, though. So I'm you know. with the GBs on this one. These answers are so fly. Good. I'm loving these answers. And, you know, again, the there was an overwhelming response to Dick. So it just shows, you know, women know what they want, Jules. Jotes, would you rather, mm-hmm. um, would, you rather <laughs> would you rather, would you rather, good dick or amazing head? So what if he had great dick but he was awful at giving head or he had a like pretty average to none, like a, mm, like nothing to write home about dick, but gave amazing head. I think I'd like the dick. I think I I'd knew go- you were going to say that. <laughs> and you know I'm going to say head. You know I'm going to say head. Oh, my God. That's good. We've balanced it out then. Okay, one head, one dick. Great. Perfect. Heads and tails, as I like to call it, the old heads and tails game. <laughs> Let's uh, cut through to me in Perth at the moment. Uh, what time is it? I have been drinking mimosas since five. Is it still called a mimosa if it's past 4 p.m. or is it just called uh, orange juice and champagne? Honey, you can drink mimosas at any time of the goddamn day and night. But what is the cutoff date? Because I feel like the nighttime drink is not a mimosa. It's just called champagne with a bit of orange juice. No, or is it I called a Bellini? Thank you, babe. Thank you for that <laughs> that reassurance. Um, yes, I've been drinking mimosas. I'm still team hashtag unemployment. Um, so having lots of fun on my own here in Perth. The party is definitely coming to an end. As Jode's let out at the start of the ep, I am coming back to Sydney next week, Yay! which I'm very excited for. And now with all of this time on my hands, Jodes, I've found myself doing something. I don't know if this is normal or if it's creepy i'm hoping it's normal i found myself stalking my crushes who i haven't even met in real life like full catfish vibes Mm -hmm. like my crushes who i've only been talking to for like a week i found myself on his mother's sister's son's baptism photos jodes i have just outed myself for stalking air quotes listeners air quotes stalking my crushes, family, friends, or friends or friends or friends. So what have you done to crushes who don't understand they're our husbands yet? Okay. Like what have you, what's something creepy you've done to a boy you've maybe been in love with or had your eyes on? Surely I'm not the only one. No, I've definitely, I've definitely put myself out there. Um, one story that springs to mind is... Okay, I can't believe I'm telling this fucking story. (laughs) You know when something's just so cringy and you're like, oh, fuck me. Anyway. (laughs) So, okay. So I ordered, me and this chap had a favorite like chocolatey biscuit that we would eat together during our sexcapades. It was like our little ting that I would buy and we would eat. And it might, it might have been a post-coital treat. Let's call it that. Let's class it up. Class it up. Kick some carbs back in you after that cardio sesh. Yeah. I like it. Anyway, so I bought a box of this treat in bulk from Germany. I then take the box of treats. I individually wrap 
each individual treat and I send the box to his work. It doesn't end there. I send the box of treats to his workplace. I then pay for a gentleman from Airtasker to go to the workplace door, deliver said box of individually wrapped treats and card to his door. He opens the door. The gentleman I pay then says to him a special line that I can't because then it will give the story away, but basically says a line that happy birthday X, Y, Z, that he'll know it's like a personal joke between us. He'll know it's from me. Like he'll know. So, so just to rehash, yeah. you've ordered this special treat of like chocolate biscuits. You've gone out. You've actually individually wrapped every fucking biscuit yeah. or whatever this thing yeah. is. You've sent them to his work, Addy. Yeah. You've also hired an air tasker person yeah. to deliver this box of chocolates and say a special message yeah. when he opens the yeah. door. I mean, at this point, why aren't we dating jokes? Because it's all I want from a man. At this that point, is- yeah. At this, at this point, where's my fucking VVS diamond? Because that is some wife level shit. That's ridiculous. I would love, and here we are. I mean, most of the time, I can't get a text back. I, you know, I get BP flowers at the best, at the best, a twenty dollar bunch on just from the corner. I know exactly where they go to get them. And here you are being an absolute king. Mm-hmm. I can feel your dick from here, Joe. <laughs> and I just want to say thank you because you're putting out that energy that I promised to God. I was going to call you sweetheart. I'm not that sexist. I was promised to God, my love, you will get back tenfold one day. One day you will get all of this love that you put into this fuck boy back tenfold. And it almost breaks me on my heart, that story. I, was, I wasn't expecting it to go down. I thought you were just going to say, I don't know, I fucking stood outside someone's house for hours on end. Not this heartfelt story. We do need to go to break because we've been rabbiting on. But before we come back, make sure you good bitches subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Search how to be a good bitch and follow us on Instagram at goodbepodcast. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back to How to Be a Good Bitch with Jules and Jodes. Now, the main topic for today is something we've been wanting to get into for a long while. We're talking all about friendship, all right? Especially isolation, Jules. I feel like we've both been discussing how much we've been leaning on our girlfriends at this time um, and just friends in general. It's been a rough time collectively and more than ever, we need the support of solid friends, you know, good friends that have our back. And we just wanted to get into it because I noticed there's been a lot, yeah, going going um, on with, with my own circle and um, probably you too, Jules. How have you been feeling about things, all things friends during this time? Yeah, it's definitely been very eye-opening for me, obviously. Mm. Coming back to Perth, where it's weird, hey, because I grew up in Perth yes. and I moved to Sydney when I was 20. Yeah. So all of my high school friends and the friends who have, who probably know me the best, they know my family, they ask about my dad, they, you know, they know my brothers. Yeah. They're from here. But coming back, I still feel out of sorts. I still feel like my main friends are back in Sydney at such a weird time. Mm. But I was a bit, I was a bit heartbroken this week, Joe, mm. and I wanted to share with the listeners, because I'm sure some people could relate. So 
Um, to cut a very long story short, I'm not going to speak on this too hectically because I love and adore this person so much yeah. and she is still in my life. But um, throughout this time, there's I've had a misunderstanding with one of my best, best, best friends. Mm-hmm. Which happens. And Yes. And because of this miscommunication, she actually, well, maybe we both, we both stopped talking to each other. Mm. And the problem was, so we actually hadn't spoken for about five weeks. And the problem was, sorry, which for us is huge. Like we are one of those like two texts at least a day. Yeah. Um, so to have no contact with this person actually gave, like, gave me anxiety. Mm. Like I was so, so heartbroken, so nervous. So um, there was a miscommunication and I had heard through people that she was upset with me. She was calling me certain names. Mm. Oh, that sounds a bit more hectic than it was. She just wasn't speaking of me in high regard. She wasn't happy. She was upset. She wasn't happy. Yeah. So, and which, like I keep saying, it makes me actually heartbroken. Mm. Um, I mean, I was I was single until I was 22 years of age. So my girlfriends to me are dead ass my soulmates, yeah. my absolute soulmates. I pride myself being a, a girl's girl. You are. I am a very girl's girl. Um, you know, all my greatest memories and all of my earliest memories are with my girlfriends. I was never chasing a boyfriend when I was younger. And I mean, look, I didn't have the looks, but let's put that aside. <laughs> I was wow. never chasing a boyfriend. I was always chasing fun with my friends and I still am. I'm addicted to having fun with my friends. Yeah. So I guess, look, we, we've cleared the air. I just, the way to deal with it is I called her on Friday mm-hmm. and we're talking, we're talking. And it got to a stage, it was like half an hour into the conversation where I just said, look, I think I've upset you, blah, blah, blah. And I got her point of view. And her point of view, Jodes, was nothing that I had made up in my head. Mm. Absolutely nothing. Like it was 1% of my 99 problems Mm. that I I had made up in my head and I I had sleepless nights over it. I just thought I would pass on that wisdom. And Jodes, I'm sure you've had times in your life where a conversation and in real life or over the phone conversation has, you know, has changed the course of your whole friendship for the better. Oh, absolutely. And I think, look, nothing goes nothing goes beyond an in-person, one-on-one, real-life conversation. There's just so much that's lost otherwise, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, I think mm-hmm. of – and I'm so glad that you guys have patched it up. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes me back to a situation with a, a good friend of mine actually – um, she's still one of my best friends today. And we actually had a, a huge misunderstanding years ago um, to the point where we did not speak for about six months. And this was one of my best friends. Um, and basically what happened is that she had hooked up with my ex-boyfriend. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was literally right after we'd broken up. Like it was immediately after. So I was like, well, mm. this is crazy to me. I don't understand. I, I just did not understand. I'm sorry, did you say this is like one of your best friends or good friends? This is like a what? really good friend of mine. Where I'd say we've actually okay. become closer since this incident. But she was still one of my best mates at the time. Um, but this is back in New Zealand. So this is a long time ago, right? And she's mm-hmm. a beautiful person. Um But anyway, so that went down. And then what actually transpired is that during the time we weren't really speaking to each other, we ended up at the club um, because I was a bit of a club hopper back in the day in my early 20s. And what actually happened is that she pulled me aside. She was upset and she said, look, I've 
fucked up. I can't remember verbatim, but she basically mm. said, look, I fucked up. I've made a mistake. Um, I feel terrible. I'm so sorry. I love you so much. I'm so sorry. I really miss our friendship. What can I do? Like you tell me what I need to do to get you back in my life. And I was just like, wow. I was going the fuck away because she was sorry. She took full accountability. I could see, like, I I know this girl's heart. Mm. It's getting me emotional even talking about this fucking story. Oh, it's because we love them so I much. Know. Yeah? It's because like, we love them so yeah. much. We would never cry about our ex-boyfriends like this. But when it comes to friendship, oh, oh we're, we're puddles yucky. of water. Anyway, yeah. the point of the story, right, is that she took full accountability and, you know, side note, the ex in question that had caused this drama was a, an A-class fuckwit. He was just playing with her. He'd basically come to her after we'd broken up and wanted to hook up with her and, you know, was filling her head up with shit like, I want to be with you, mm. la, 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 and Jodie mm. over, when really he was just using her for sex. So he'd made my mm. friend, because, you know, I still love this person, right? He'd made my friend feel foolish. She had felt silly. Because she had not only felt used by this individual, she felt that she'd lost a friend over it and she felt terrible. So she apologized. We had a really real conversation and we've been the best of friends since. We ended up both moving to mm. Australia and we're thick as thieves. Um, and it just is what it is. Sometimes, sometimes shit goes down in your friendships, but, you know, it's important to discern the difference between fake friends who have done you dirty versus real mm. friends like in my instance who have just made a mistake and we've all made them jewels 100% i've had a few girlfriends who have pulled me in line being like you're not being a, a good friend right now yeah. and i thank them so much for that because i've only learned from that and grown from that but yeah fake friends versus real friends who have made a mistake fuck i feel like i can sniff them out mm, now because i've had so many of them especially like i said moving to sydney and uh, i moved not knowing a soul so i often attracted people who were probably looking for people like me who were desperate for friends so i think fake friends i encountered when i first moved to sydney definitely were people who never wanted to see me sober um is and they never actually wanted to see me like during the week or they actually never wanted to see me when i was sober or people who were using me because I lived in King's Cross, yeah, so people who were leave, using me just to, you know, have drinks at my house yeah. or just sleep at, back at the joint, like Friends of convenience. Oh, friends of convenience. My gosh, for sure. That was my whole early 20s um, compiled into one. But, Jodes, what about you? Fake friends versus real friends that have made a mistake. How do you sniff them out? I'd say I'm a pretty good judge of character these days. I'm not as naive as, as I used to be. Um, for me, it's the way they treat you. You know what I mean? Like I feel mm-hmm. like fake mm-hmm. friends are all talk. Fake friends, they all they only want to stick around when there's something in it for them. They don't have they mm-hmm. don't have your back. They're not honest with you. They don't pull you up on your shit because they were never really into the friendship that deep anyway. There's yeah, an agenda no, there. Sure. There's always an agenda. They're not the friend that you call up at three AM when you're in the gutter with your pants down and bloody Larry's taken off. <laughs> So, Jodes, going off that, what kind of friend mm. do you think you are? Giving a bit brutally honest for a second here, how do you think that your friends would describe? Oh, no, actually, don't say that because there could be two different things. How? What kind of friend do you think you are? I think I'm definitely a very loyal friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been told I can be a little bit demanding. Mm-hmm. Like I expect mm-hmm. a lot, but I'm also willing to give a lot if that makes sense. Like 
mm-hmm. my friends definitely like they mean a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've been t- I've been told my my friend that I live with would probably back me up that I can be a little bit demanding. Um, that's probably the areas in me coming through. Um, but I'd say I'm definitely I'm absolutely loyal. Like I'm that friend. Like if someone's talking shit about you, if someone's causing you strife, I will be in there and I will back you. Like if you if you've killed someone, I will help you hide the body. I'm that fucking friend. Hundred percent. And I would agree with all of those points. Um, I would also say that I am fiercely loyal, but mm-hmm. it takes quite a lot. Like I'm quite, I don't trust a lot of people. So I hold people at, at arm's length for a while. Yeah. And then if you're in the inner circle, there is nothing I wouldn't do to you. Even if it's at my own demise sometimes, which I um, I have started to teach myself to stop doing. Yeah, you because you are so a lot of the time, you're such a generous friend. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> but, but like I said, uh, and especially my one of my, uh, actually my best, best friend, she know, she'll know who she is. She's pointed out to me that it often does come at my own demise because one of my girlfriends will say, so-and-so talks shit about me mm. and I'll go up and f- confront this person. Me too. And me and fucking, me and Whitney will have a problem and then they get back together. You know, best friends uh, and Whitney are now also friends, so I'm on the outer. So I've definitely taught myself to stop doing shit like that. Yeah. Um, I think I'm an all – I often fall in love with people. Mm. Um, so I go through phases, um, and I hate admitting this, but I often go th- – like I actually fall gooey-eyed in love with my friends like, at the time. Like like I'll have different like seasons like you because I am so in love with you them. You romanticise the friend. Like you go through stages like, oh, I'm obsessed with – like Minky and then I'm like, with Patricia, Minky yeah. for sure. And it's normally it. Sorry, it's usually at a, like a, on a convenience level as well. Mm. Like it's like whoever can come over and watch TV every night. Guess what? You're number one these days. <laughs> like it's not like it's not because they give me. It's more so a convenience. It's like oh, me and um yeah, me and Pat are gonna go for a bike ride every day, and like suddenly they're my best friend. Yeah, it's just convenience thing. So. I mean, I'm not very proud to admit it, and I don't know if it's a negative or positive. But Jodes, what do we think about each other as a friend? Because Jody and I, I guess you could say we met professionally first, yeah. and then we became friends. It was a it so. was a business relationship. It was, it, but it was. We both auditioned right originally yeah. for a podcast company. We auditioned to be a part of a podcast. We met and connected and fell in love with each other and decided, look, fuck this. <laughs> we were like, fuck this shit. Um, let's go independent and do our own thing. And we both jumped ship and here we are. So yeah, we did meet professionally first. We didn't know each other from a bar of soap. We just connected. Um, Mm. I would say for me, Jules, you are absolutely, I agree with your perception of yourself. You're very, very loyal. You're Virgo to the bone. You're extremely reliable, but I love that in terms of a business relationship because you hold me accountable. You, um, you bring so much to the table to the table um, from a business perspective. You push me. You make me do better. You pull me up on my shit. You make me do the work. You don't let shit get sloppy. And I love that about you. On it from a personal guys, what a fun friend I said. <laughs> you make me work all the time. <laughs> you make me fucking work all the time. You yell at me when I don't oh post God. the meme. I'm just joking. She doesn't. Hilarious. She's actually so Jodie is I almost think you're kind of similar to me in the fact, Jodes, that you 
I can feel that you fall in love with friends as well. Yeah. And you give all of yourself to that certain friend that you're currently in love with. Yeah, I think I um, do a little bit without realizing it's a subconscious thing. Yes. Yeah, without realizing. Jody has all of the time in the world for you if you show her that love. Jody gives so much time. Um, I'm pretty shit at replying compared to Jodes. Um, she is an amazing woman. She works, she's st- currently still very much employed. She's doing all this shit with her house, yet she's the one that's always chasing me up about replying and like staying on that friends level. Mm. Um, Jodie is very Aries in the way that she is full, like full on and hot headed, <laughs> which I love. She wears her heart on her sleeve. She says it how it is. Yeah. Um, she's always like, fuck it, Jules, it's just you and I. <laughs> Whereas I'm a bit more like, okay, I understand what you mean, Jodie, but we just have to hear everyone out. But she wears her heart on her sleeve. And as the story told, you know, as she told that story in the start, mm. she is so prepared to give, I'm speaking of like you're the mother's cat. You are so prepared to give all of your love to whoever will show you love like you have so much love to give and it just comes through it pours through and I'm sure the listeners can feel it as well so before we get soppy what is going to be our GB tip of the week all right well I think we're both in agreement on this one Jules look when it comes to your friendships if it's true if it's real put your ego aside and clear up your misunderstandings if your friendship's worth saving honestly put that bullshit aside Forgiveness is huge. Forgiveness is like one of the most high high vibration emotions and just things out there. And it feels good, right? It feels good to forgive. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. if your friendship's worth saving and you both care about each other, then do it. What do you think, Jill? For sure. No, I think wholeheartedly and it's it's easier said than done for people like us who are very much cut and run yes especially all the relationship advice we give on here we're like bitch dump him but but there is nothing harder to find in the world in the world sorry than good fucking friends yeah so hold on to them as I said at the start I, I am so I don't know if the media has taught us to believe different but I am so set that the, our girlfriends are our soulmates and boys or girls, sorry, are just here to have fun with. Yeah, agreed. Like these people are my soulmates. So definitely worth saving. And I was doing a bit of research before this ep about, and I was on Reddit classic and on Reddit um, I was doing like friendship breakups and every single problem and um, problem was like, hi guys, I fell out with my best friend a year ago. Um, we just stopped talking and I have no idea why because they had never had that conversation Mm. so it's like five minutes of awkwardness can save you a a lifetime of what if what if what if just have that fucking conversation yeah I think that's one thing I say that I'm really good at because I'm very blunt and I can't be fake like it's written all over my face if I've got the shits about something I need to have it out I'm so blunt and so upfront with my girlfriends and I feel like that's why I've got so many solid friendships as a result because it's just what you see is what you get and you're the same. Right, back you're the same. You're such a talk it out, have it out. Like you're you're like me, and that's why we work well together. All right, guys. So we're going to go to a quick break, but make sure you've rated us five stars on Apple Podcasts and follow our Instagram at Goodby Podcast. We would love to hear from you, darling. Speak to you soon.
All right, guys, we are back with listener question of the week. And before we get into it, I have to let you know what Jodes and I were talking behind the scenes <laughs> um, during the ad break. And we were saying how it makes so much sense that we created this podcast since we're both girls, girls, mm-hmm. like we are obsessed with females. We're obsessed with friendship and we're obsessed with, you know, helping, helping the ladies out, especially with through our fails. Um, and Jodes will completely agree that I, I think my whole life has led me to making this potty, weirdly enough, you know, even though I do talk about my clit and my labia and getting dick the fuck down, it's more, it's just so much more than that. Um, so yes, just thought I would update you gals because we don't, we, we tell our GBs everything. We do. So I am going to get into question of the week. This question Jodes has never heard before. No, I have not. She is from a self-proclaimed long-time listener. We love which you. We love. we love you. Oh, we love you. Um, and it's so day. relatable. It's so relatable to Jodes and I and actually mainly Jodes. So, Jodes, you're going to be shook. Are you ready? I'm, I'm fucking ready, mate. I've got my wine. I'm three wines deep. I know. I'm loving you three wines deep, by the way. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's go. Let's go. Okay. I have a question about woo-woo and the bedroom. So... I'm fairly into spirituality, amen, sister, so are me and Jones, but it's not necessarily part of my outward-facing identity, as in it might take more than a few encounters with me to find out about my crystal collection, brackets, which is how I like it, as it's a personal thing that I only share with certain people. Mm -hmm. However... My room is my sanctuary and it's decked out with an altar full of affirmations, vision boards, sage and goddess cards. I'm not necessarily embarrassed about it, but the self-healing vibe is a weird one to give off to new fling things and I don't necessarily want to invite conversations about it early on, especially with guys I want to keep in the light and casual bucket. Mm. So. She wants to know, uh, reading between the lines, I mean, she's written, it's written beautifully, by the way. So should she hide the crystals before she invites a fuck body over? Jodes, what is your thoughts and feelings? I have crystals next to my bed. And it she never, does. And it, right? Can you confirm that, Jules? Mm-hmm. Confirm. Multiple. I have a salt lamp. I have multiple crystals next to my bed. I have my tarot cards. I have my oracle cards. Now, has that ever stopped me from getting dicked the fuck down? No. If homeboy doesn't want to get deep because of a few crystals, well, honey, he is a hot mess. And second of all, I've never met a guy that would pass up a fling, that would pass up sex because you've got a few, a few fucking crystals or some woo-woo shit in your bedroom. Seriously? Like seriously? Because Jodes and I, and this is a slide that we, especially me, I don't think I've ever said on this podcast that we are legit full woo-woo. Yeah. Like we're always like abundance, abundance, abundance. Bring us the satisfier pros. Bring us the satisfier pros. <laughs> but because we are full woo-woo, I completely understand, JB, because I have had those situations where, you know, I've gotten the late night, where you at text at 11 p.m. I know, I know. And I've actually put my crystal, I have one crystal. Yeah. I put my crystal away, but I do have my angel cards up. And so I completely understand what you mean, but in hindsight, all of these guys that I've invited over that I've hid those things, they're actually 
they're sewer rats in hindsight. Like they were never guys that I wanted to have a thing with. They were only guys who I wanted to fuck. Yeah. So if they're only guys who I want to fuck, who the fuck cares? They're about to see my buddy hairy vagina like the least that they can they don't have to worry about the patron of saints yeah they don't have to worry about archangel michael that's who you think of no he's my main spirit guide archangel michael so look if it was like a boyfriendy type he's gonna have to fuck with archangel michael i'm sorry honey but look if you just throwing it back and busting it open i wouldn't worry about it but look hey i hear where our gb's coming from if it's personal, if it's private, if you're a little unsure, if it makes you feel a little bit like, oh, I'm not sure if I want this guy to know that side of me, you know, as women, we are multidimensional. I don't know if I'm ready for him to get to know that side of me, then just pop it away, slide it in the drawer, pop it in your wardrobe, pop it under the bed and just keep that for, for another day, for a conversation for another day. If maybe he, you want him to get to know you a little better, maybe add it into the conversation, introduce him to a crystal, you know, black tourmaline is fantastic for men. <laughs> Pull out your black tourmaline. But look, if you're just throwing it back and busting it open, as Jules would say, then I wouldn't worry about it, truly. Just be yourself. But I can appreciate where she's coming from, Jules. Look, I agree. I think if you're doing the old root and boot and you know it's just going to be a one-night ting um, and you honestly cannot be fucked getting those judgmental looks or discussing it, then, yeah, babe, I think for your own mental sanity, pop them away just for the old – I mean, I'm hoping it's for two hours. It might be for 30 minutes. Who am I to judge? Um, just <laughs> pop them away for that slight minute. But I think if you're expecting this to be, you know, maybe a three-weekend thing, maybe a three-month thing, maybe a three-year thing, let's see how it goes, you want to get a king, yeah? yeah? And if you're putting away all of your spiritual shit, guess what's that? That is telling the universe the complete opposite thing. The universe needs to know that you are ready for your king energy Mm. and you will hold your vision boards up high and proud and hopefully walking into your bedroom is the king that you've envisioned. I think putting away that shit is actually telling the universe a wrong idea, so keep them out. Also, quick side note before we do, we will wrap this up to a confession one day. Guides who are into angel cards, tarot cards, crystals, are also so like in tune with the female body. I've had a, a guy go down to me who was all about that and he was like listening to what my body was putting down tenfold. I highly oh recommend. Oh my God, absolutely. If someone comes in my, into my room and they want to learn about my crystals or talk about full moons, I'm fucking moist. I am. Yeah. Hello, your pants are down. Yo, hello, I'm naked. So men, if you're listening, get in touch with your woo-woo shit because it is a thigh opener. Who isn't into where we shit these days? We're, I think, you know what, let's ask the listeners right here and right now. Jodie and I are actually extremely woo-woo. Do you, yeah. Would you guys like an episode that is leaning towards being woo-woo? We've had psychic readings. We've had our afterlives done. We know what we were in our past lives. Do you guys want to hear that? Because we know we're about the P hitting the V or the V hitting the V or the P hitting the P on this podcast, but do you want us to lean into that? Yes or no? Let us know. Yes. Jodes, I better, you know, push us into the confession before we talk about this for another 55 minutes. Yeah. So our confession, I put Jodes and I forward for this one because I thought our listeners might be thinking we're stink bitches and boring basic hoes, <laughs> which we are absolutely not. So Jodes, we were talking 
one day. I think it was when we actually first met. It was quite an early encounter and we got into this and we both had similar stories about sleeping with male strippers who we had met at the strip club. Yes. Well, sorry, I'll let you tell <laughs> me being the nice person I am. I'll let you tell your story first, my love. Thanks so much, Jules. Appreciate that. So mine wasn't actually a strip club, girls. What I did is I went to the Manpower show at Penrith Panthers, honey. So that is oh my god. So that is a classic. That is a male review show. It's a male strip show. If you've ever seen what's that show like? With the magic Mike, like Mike. Oh wait, yeah, magic Mike. Like Mike's the basketball <laughs> one. Oh wow, Mike, magic Mike, the magical and the Mike. If you've ever seen Magic Mike with Channing Tatum, okay, I went to one of those shows. Right, um, it's called Manpower. It's a it's an Australian brand. Big tings, big tings were popping. Mm. So I was there um, with a bunch of my girlfriends for a laugh. There was a big group of us. And we were enjoying the show and me being me, we got to enjoy a little one-on-one after the show because I made sure we were the stars of that show, honey. Um, I was not playing games. I fucking go Mm. off at those shows. Believe that. Um, I was having like the best night of my life. Like I was getting lap dances. I fucking love it. I love degrading men. It fucking makes me horny. (laughs) I fucking love it so much. I love it. I was all about it. And um, so post-show, we were connecting with the gentleman, the stripper. Connecting. Is that what we're calling it? Connecting, having a soul connection after the show. All right, Jodie, keep keep on going with your little story. <laughs> we were having a soul connection, honey. No, we were having a conversation backstage, right? And I realized that a couple of the guys were actually Kiwi. And one of them was from um, similar to the town I was from. So we were having a right little catch up. Um and then another one of the guys, a young chap, he was, again, from a similar area to me. Um, I'm from the Bay of Plenty in the North Island. And um, we just really were having a right little chinwag, weren't we, Jules? And um, we exchanged information. And then later on down the track, we ended up really connecting. And I ended up going to his apartment in Bondi Junction and we ended up sleeping together. I honestly, straight up, I'll tell you why it was. Um, first of all, it was very safe sex. So I wasn't worried about that. Mm-hmm. I'm pro. I'm very pro safe sex. Let's let mm-hmm. that be known. And we had a few drinks on his balcony and it was a really fun vibe. And honestly, I didn't even have a podcast at that time. You weren't even in my life, Jules. But I think spiritually I was like, I need to fuck this stripper. Because one day I'm going to have a podcast and I need this story. I just thought it would be a really hilarious bucket list item to say that time I fucked a stripper. I just thought it would be hilarious. Okay. But when you were, how did you guys keep connecting? I want to know. So when, so you left the show, you obviously got details. Did you guys hook up 
after the show or not? No, we didn't because he was still working. He was a professional. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He was a professional. Sorry, sorry. Yes, professional. He was a professional dancer, Jill. Come on now. So are you texting or are you DMing? Was, what, what time What time of history is this? I think we were on the Instagram, but he also had my number. So he was texting. He was calling. It was all about it. So we ended up, yeah, meeting up down the track. Um, while he was still touring in Sydney, because I think they were going to go to America, because the Manpower Show is quite, it's international, baby, it's big things. And um, so I went to his like apartment that they'd put him up in in Bondi Junction, and we slept together. And but I've got to say, I've got to say, Jules, amazing mm. body, underwhelming sex. I want to go into my story because we are going to relate so much. Okay, but how was the penis? The penis itself was 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 actually quite nice. I had oh, which is so disheartening. Yeah, I, that's even more of a heartbreak. I don't know if he was nervous, but I guess for me, right, I was like, "Wow, this guy's going to be awesome. He's so sexy on stage. He's going to know what to do." Like, I just thought he'd mm. be really confident and sexy in the bedroom, but unfortunately, it was very schoolboy. Like, it was very like like rabbit. Did he go down? No, the very I, I don't remember <gasps> going. I Jules is like, what? What do you mean he didn't go down at you? What kind of fuck shit is this? Oh my god, this is atrocious. I know it was a hot mess. It was a hot mess. He did not go down on me. Um, I mean, he was cute or whatever. Nice kisser. The sex was underwhelming. It was very like remote remote control rabbit. Wasn't feeling. You're joking. Yeah. How old was this man? Like, I think he was in his twenties. Like, I was young still. This is years ago, by the way. Has the frontal lobe developed? Was he under twenty five or over twenty five? He was definitely under twenty five. Like, I think, mm. yeah, early twenties. Yeah, maybe twenty three, twenty four. I don't know. I was young. I was little. I was younger too. But I remember him being young. I mean, he was gorgeous. I've got. I've got evidentiary proof. I can show you a photo of him. I've got a photo from the show. We'll post it up for our GBs, of course. Hey, you've heard it here first. My gosh. But- All right, Jodie will post a photo. She might also post the sex video they made, but he is hoping. <laughs> Mate. All right. Mate, there was no- and that's enough for the episode. Thanks so much. <laughs> but honestly, guys, I will tell my stripper video next app. So please tune in. We have gone. Way over time. I'm not even trying to be. What? An we don't even get your story. Next week. Next week. We're going too much over time. Okay. All right. My, all right. my we'll story is a whole Vegas soon. story. So you know where I'm doing the damn thing. I was in Vegas. So <laughs> here, I'll probably lose my job after this, even more so. But guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Please follow us at Good Bee Podcast on the gram. We post those polls. We post Jody's sex video, everything. You can always find us there. We love talking to you guys. DM us uh, for any questions, any confessions. You stay completely anonymous. Yeah. We love chatting to you guys. We'll be in your ears again next Tuesday morning. Thank you so much. Love you lots.